Who is blind but my servant? Or so deaf as my messenger whom I send? Who is so blind as he that is at peace with me? Or so blind as the servant of the Lord? You have seen many things, but you do not observe them. Your ears are open, but none hears. The Lord was pleased for his righteousness sake to make the law great and glorious. This is a people plundered and despoiled. All of them are trapped in caves, hidden away in prisons. They have become a prey with none to deliver them. Who among you will give ear to this? Who will give heed and listen? Who gave Jacob up for spoil and Israel to plunder? Was it not the Lord against whom we have sinned, in whose ways they were not willing to walk, and whose law they did not obey? So he poured out on him the heat of his anger and the fierceness of battle, and it set him aflame all around. Yet he did not recognize it, and it burned him, but he paid no attention. Amen. Okay, a mute, a mute is a person who does not speak. Now, the reason why I am talking about the deaf and the dumb is because the Bible talks about it. Who is deaf but my servant? And you are, when you are deaf, when you are deaf, you are dumb. Because in order to speak, you must hear. Do you see? Now, when you watch Coco the Gorilla, you find out that the maximum that they are able to do with Coco the Gorilla is to make Coco the Gorilla speak with sign language. Do you get it? So one of the great limitations of apes, do you see, is their inability to speak. Do you get it? Amen. Amen. And the inability to speak stems from the inability to hear. So you cannot preach because you don't hear preaching. You cannot have conversation because you do not hear certain conversations in your life. Do you understand? Are you listening to me? So brothers and sisters... Being deaf, mute, being mute. You see, they call it mute, deaf mute. I went on your television, you have mute. Okay? Now, the people I know are the people who talk. The people that I am close to are the people who talk. Yeah? Not those who, are, who look humble. And those who look obedient or even those who are obedient so the inability to speak is one of the most terrible deficiencies that can be inflicted upon a human being but because most of us are not deaf and dumb literally in the medical sense we do not appreciate what it is for a person who is deaf and dumb or who is dumb 
and he's dumb because he's deaf. You see, the two go together. They are so linked that you rarely have a dumb person who is deaf or a deaf person who is not dumb. Are you there? This one is just like the apes discussion. Now you may ask yourself, is this a Bible study or a medical study or an anthropological study? It is science. And this is a spirit of understanding. And that spirit of understanding is the anointing. Yes. Look, yesterday's revelation was perhaps the most disturbing revelation of ourselves ever. I'm telling you. Perhaps it was the most revealing about why Togo is the way it is. And Germany is the way it is. You get it. Are you there? Yeah. It perhaps is the greatest explanation for the disparity which makes this one have 100% and this one point zero 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 something percent. That's the level of disparity. It's not like 90-30, 90-60. But it's like 99 or 80 and then point zero 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 four three. That's the kind of disparity. But what causes it and what prevents the animals from breaking forth in you see in the film, they showed a lot of apes holding spears. What they asked was that, since they've been able to develop one spear, what prevents them from rising up together? Several apes with spears, armed and dangerous, to come from Kakum Park. One of the reasons is they cannot have a meeting. <laughs> yeah. You cannot have a discussion or a conversation with them. They cannot collaborate in a certain way. And that the spear making has never improved because each time they copy, they don't copy completely. Because if there were ten things to copy, they copy two. And then there were lapses. Three, four, five, six, seven, eight were not copied. Then nine and ten were copied. And then 9 and 10 work with 6 and 4. But 6 and 4 were not copied. So 9 and 10 which were copied don't work. You understand? Like you may make a chocolate factory, but it goes along with a certain international taste. Or a certain whatever. And this and that and that. So even though you made a chocolate, because you didn't copy this or add this, or run it with a certain type of management. Or you may get an airline. Okay, so Holland has an airline. KLM. Britain has an airline. British Airways. And then, who else? America has an airline. Germany has Lufthansa. Switzerland has Swissair. So we too, we are going to copy and get an airline. But, that's number nine. You copied it. But number six, number five, it's a certain kind of management. Do you understand? Mm -hmm. That an airline that has been saved several times over 
and the government has to pay one million dollars every month to, I mean, to pour in for lack of number five. And so, think about it, how much we would have had if they could find us and give that one million dollars every month to some one of us who is an entrepreneur. Are you listening to me? But you see, you can copy number nine because you didn't copy number five and number four. Things are not working together. Because number one, two, three, four, five, six, all work together before number nine and ten can work together. So sometimes, you see, we have gone for the most complicated section, which is number nine, to to buy a DC-10. (laughs) Yes. Or we've gone for the most complicated and we've built a hotel. But the management way of managing that hotel is just not there. And so the whole hotel becomes a different kind of place. Do you get it? So that's why copying, when you are copying, you should try to be complete and not leave gaps. And when you copy, try not to lose the, lose the copying. Because that's what the work is. They lose things that they copy. They copy, but they miss. You see, I remember one day I was, we had our crusade. We started our Healing Jesus Crusade. Money, I was looking at Bonke, who I am shamelessly copying. I learned from him. When he preached, he said, I said, Why not? You never know there may be something in it. (laughs) You see, you don't know what is in something. Ah, uh, you you'll be copying six and seven, but eight is the eight. You didn't copy that one. <laughs> and I was looking. Then one day I was looking at a video of Healing Jesus Crusade. At that time we were in the tent. When I look at the Healing Jesus video, we had plants at the back, pots. Beautiful plants with colored lights. Red, green, blue. To give, give a beautiful... So when you look at the crusade, you think even it's an auditorium. So when I was looking at Bonkis, I said, ah. Bonkis, it, it looks like he's in the forest somewhere. It looks like he's in a bush. So I, I don't like it. So I call, I said, carry, carry all those plants away. <laughs> Carry all those lights away. I'm, I want a bush environment that I'm in the I'm in a village in a forest. Because it may be number seven. <laughs> yeah. And you see, I can see myself climbing. Because the man, when his his crusade that is not working, about six hundred thousand people will come. That's a crusade that is not working. Yeah. And he says, only a, only a hundred thousand, only just a hundred thousand, two hundred thousand. They didn't attend at all. He will be saying in his documentary, you cannot say that it was a, this was not a large crusade. It was only about two hundred thousand. Wow. So you see, somebody is doing something, has something you don't have. His, his failure, your success has not reached his failure. His, your good day has not reached his bad day. 
Sometimes I'm playing golf with Bishop Eddie, and my good shot has not reached his bad shot. But his bad shot has gone far. And my good shot has not been able to get to his bad shot. Hey! Even yesterday, he played a bad shot. And I played a good shot. But my good shot did not get to his bad shot. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Tell it, just be humble. Just be humble. <laughs> It's fantastic. How many realize that sometimes your good shot has not reached somebody's bad shot? Then it means that the person has a secret that you don't have. Hey! Yeah. You see? So your good attendance has not reached somebody's bad attendance. Your highest attendance has not reached somebody's rainy day attendance. The day that it rained throughout the service. And they didn't come. The service was almost called off. That day was 260 people don't come to church. Has not reached the day when everybody came to church in your church. Three services combined with children and everything added. Still, so when you are copying look you may not know yes one day I was traveling to Canada and when we got to the gate they said no we cannot go we said why they told us that one of the toilets is not working. And they cannot take off with more than 50 people per toilet. That is, one toilet, 50 of us who use it in the Lolo plane as we are flying. <laughs> I didn't understand it. You see, in Ghana, if you were, if you were going to go, they'll say, oh, why? I mean, how? We will manage. We will manage. We will manage. So, one day, somebody told me that he was flying on, I think, Ghana Airways. And I think they, they gave, there was something in the food that was not good. I think. So, everybody in the plane had a running stomach. Come and see the lies. Everybody was taught. And when one person goes, you see, when it's like that and a person goes in, he can easily stay there for a long time. Randy, is it true? Has it happened before? You don't know about any? Okay. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about it. I don't know whether it's Ghana anyways, but I heard. That is where I understood 
50 per one. Because if 200 people per one, even the 50 per one, can you imagine? 35 people are waiting. Everybody say, I cannot wait. Everybody say, please, can you excuse me? And so I said, me too. <laughs> it is urgent. It's also urgent for me. Hey. But you see, it is this African, Kenya Airways, for instance, which crashed. They say it was overweight. Overweight. It just, it, it couldn't, it couldn't move. The, the airport is, the airport ends like how this place ends. This hall ends. Then the sea is here. So they just went like this. They just went over. There was, there's a road. Just as soon as you go over the road, you are in the sea. They just went like that and just fell in the water. That is why a lot of people, or some people survived. And those who survived were those who could swim. And it's a very dangerous thing to not know how to swim. So as they were standing by the beach, as they were standing by the beach, people were coming, swimming back. Because it just took off when it was too heavy. Then another Kenya Airways took off from uh, Abidjan, from uh, Cameroon, and fell a new plane. Six months old, brand new. Six months. A plane can be 20 years old. So a six months, brand new plane. The weather, they should never have taken off. Weather, this, this, whatever. But they do. So you see that the plane, you see, number nine has been done. Number ten has done a certain type of thinking or a certain type of management and way. Because and with an aeroplane, you're not supposed to have more than one crash per two million flights or one crash per four million flights, something like that. Any plane that has more than one crash per four million flights, a very dangerous plane. And you will never know which are dangerous planes until you go to Ayata. They have the rankings for uh, uh, the, the aeroplanes. And you see all the dangerous airlines are African airlines and Eastern. Yeah. And they'll give you the rank. For a plane to have out of two million or four million flights, and if you take, let's say, British Airways with 200 planes, every day they will have, they will have two, uh, uh, two flights a day, sometimes five flights a day, times 200. So let's say 1,000 flights a day. And they go out for even one year, that is 360,000. Yeah. Of 200, take off, up, up, down, like that. And then an airline has only two planes. Do you understand? That means that for the whole year, maybe 360 flights. Not 360,000. Or 700, if it's two planes, 700 flights. And 700 flights in a year. And so you need 10 years to get 70,000. You need 100 years to get 700,000. Which British Airways will be flying two in one year, they will fly that 700,000 flight without a crash. And you with them from 2000 to 2008, I think it was 2007, you have two major crashes. And can, when you add all the flights, it doesn't reach anywhere in that statistics of one in four million. Yeah. But statistics reveals direction. See, once again, it's only the statistics that tells us the truth. Statistics, there's more to statistics than anything else. That's why even though so, this is the cause, this is the cause. But statistically, are you African management things? This is how your things are. And they blame them. 
They blame and say, you should never have taken off. How can you do this? This and that. All these people are whatever. Once I was in a plane, the plane went to uh, London, Canoe Airport. And an eagle went into the plane, the engine. And it, one of the engines was, the pilot, I was standing with the pilot, pilot told me, I can take off. And I can land. I can take this plane to Accra. But we are not allowed. We are not allowed to do something like that. When there are people on board. Something that we can do. But the fact that the safety factor is reduced. It's not allowed. So the certain type of thinking. But like I said, if we say 50, why can we get on? We'll manage. What is wrong? Just say that. You know, none of us have really stomach. This, this, that. You see? But there is a certain... That, now that may be number six. So when you are copying... Don't copy in sections and leave out. You may think it's even insignificant. You may think you have copied the big thing, which is to buy the plane. But the number six, number five, number four, which has to do with management, go early, go in on time, different things, it's not added to the copying. And so on. It's not added. So it doesn't work. It's a colossal failure. That's why Ghana Airways is a colossal failure. And Ghana International is even more of a colossal failure. One aeroplane that they have, that they have leased. So when you are copying somebody, you have to... So there are people who say, oh, we are taking loyalty. We are going to teach it and our church will become loyal. But there are other things that are making people loyal that are not being said. Do you understand? Apart from whatever, there are other things. Yeah. So the copying, like I, we're talking about, it's not just I copy this and then that. But there are many things that go along that you need to copy without gaps. Without gaps. And also that you copy and then you lose what you copied. How many understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. So honestly, I think these 12 points that I shared with you yesterday are, are so important and you need to look at it and think about it and meditate on it. Everybody should have the video. Not, the audio will not help you as much. The video of that session will help you. It was almost five hours. It will help you to really catch a revelation. Amen. Amen. Now, one particular aspect of the monkeys stands out to me. And that's why I'm now taking that one to further. To see human beings who have an ape problem, which is the inability to speak and to communicate, which is mute. Do you see? Now, some of us are deaf and dumb by choice. I said, Oh, you're very humble. Or you're a very humble man. Or you're cool on Kasakra. Or you're very cool. It's very cool. Oh, very nice man. Doesn't talk at all. Are you gentle? We will vote for him. And that's why yesterday I saw a certain sister and I asked her that what? Do you have what? Any beloved? She said no. And I said, has anybody applied? She said no. Has anybody taken the forms to fail? No. So what did I say? It's not by breasts and bottoms only. But by what? Speaking. Interact. Be cheerful. Speak to people. Somebody will like you. 
Because the people that I know, they are the people that I have spoken to. And, are, and also can speak to me. You will always like to be in the company of somebody who speaks. And who can speak. Yes. So the inability to speak and to hear is a very wild deficiency. But perhaps we have not understood the extent to which it damages us and damages our ministry. Amen. Amen. Are you listening to me? Like I was telling you yesterday, I called Archbishop Nankawa. And when I spoke to him, he was laughing. And also, so we were all laughing on the phone. How many of you can talk to me and we all laugh? I'll laugh and you laugh and we all laugh together. Think about it. One day I was in Malaysia and uh, I called Bishop Sack. I think even at that time his wife had died. It wasn't so long ago. And I started talking to him about something. I was in Kuala Lumpur Airport. I was about to board. I mean, I had about one hour or two hours. I called him for about 30 minutes. And basically, we just laughed and laughed and laughed. He laughed so much. I think he was even crying before I called. And we laughed. We couldn't even control us. We laughed and laughed and laughed. About what? About life. (laughs) Yeah. But you see, you have not the ability to speak. You see, and these things, you see, is the little difference that makes the big difference. Many years ago, I read it. Somebody was in business. He said that the difference between very successful businesses and very unsuccessful businesses are not big things. They are small things. And that is the truth, for instance. The difference between Ghana Airways, Ghana International Airways, and British Airways. It's not the big thing. The big things are the same. The aeroplane is the same. 727, 737, 747, 757. Because it's only one place that makes it. The big things are the same. It is the small things that are different. (laughs) And it is the small thing that makes a big difference between British Airways and Ghana Airways. Not the big things. The big, the expensive part is the same. The big part is the same. Uniforms for the staff, big aeroplane, coffee, pilot, whatever. All those things are the same. The difference is in the small thing which you not even see at the airport, which is the manager and whatever. I mean, Ghana Airways is like a bus. You see people taking people and going, I mean... It cannot overbooking, doesn't go on time, this and that. I remember Dr. Go's wedding. I was going to officiate his wedding in London. And I came to the airport. His mates were also going to London. It was Friday. And then he was going for, he was there already, I believe. And I was going then, I was going to officiate his wedding on Saturday morning. Right? So his mates and others who were going to attend the wedding, they had all finished their exam. They were all flying to London to attend, to be with their mates. For his wedding in London. When we got to the airport, I was on KLM and all of them were on Ghana Airways. Ghana Airways said what? Tomorrow. We go tomorrow. (laughs) Yeah. We will go tomorrow. Yeah. (laughs) Now, is it a big thing? No, is it it, it a big thing? A different, was it not the same type of plane that is parked on the tarmac? Yeah. And you cannot have that. I mean, you go with an airline. They say, we'll go tomorrow. Unless something 
very, very serious. Even that would be a risk to your life. But that is it. And they could not make it to the wedding. And I was the one officiating. If I had also gone on Ghana Airways, I would not, I would not have been able to officiate the wedding. The wedding too would be cancelled. So at that day, I said, I said to myself, oh, I will never fly on this Ghana Airways if I have the chance and a choice. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. So gradually, a little difference makes a big difference. Are you listening to me? Amen. Okay. Now, when you watch Coco the Gorilla, you realize that Coco the Gorilla has been trained to speak with sign language but cannot speak words. So, the more and the less you speak, the more you're becoming like a deaf and dumb person. Coco the Gorilla. The less you speak, the less you communicate. Do you understand? Yes. You must be a master of communication. When you, because all, all that we do is preaching. Our work is talking. Amen. My work is to talk. So sometimes we say, Oh, pastor, you are off on Monday. So I want to come to see you on Monday in the house. For, and that's when you want to come and see me when I'm off. So that I continue. Which is to talk. Because people don't understand. Lay people don't understand. But even we ourselves, the pastors, we don't understand that our work is to talk. So that's why if I'm driving here to a camp and I'm in a car and I have to wake up the people to talk, I prefer not to be with those people. Ah, 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 hundred times. I have to wake up and raise up this whole group and talk with them and spend hours trying to, okay, so what do you think? Okay, so next day, I'm like a talk show host, which is all what we has done all her life to get money. Okay, so what's your point? So what do you think? What's that? So at the point, I realized that anybody who gives, not that the person is evil, but the person is, introduces more work, because when you have certain type of quiet people, people decide not to talk, or somebody's, I mean, attitude or face or something comes, then you have more work because when it's a quiet person, it introduces, it causes upon a higher grace and gifting to include that person and to remove the quietness from the system so that that person's voice and mind and thoughts are also put on the table to avoid betrayal or treachery. <laughs> oh, you don't understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So like a boxer who is boxing, when you finish boxing, you go back to the ring, you want just relaxation. Not something that you have to say, okay, so what do you think about this? Okay, what's the next point? Okay, the second thing I want to tell you is this. The third thing I want to share with you is this. The fourth thing I want to share with you is this. That's the work. And I was in the ring boxing. A few minutes ago, as I've come out of the ring, I have to continue boxing. Because I have another person, I have to continue giving more points and more philosophies and wisdoms for life. I shouldn't also rest in my life. A mute person, mute, is a person who does not speak either from inability to speak or an unwillingness to speak. Mute, either from an inability to speak or an unwillingness to speak. Okay? Now, I'm sharing with you from the Harvard 
University Faculty of Education, Extracts, by Edwin John Mann, 1836. They knew this. Language is the necessary instrument of every intellectual operation and the means of every moral existence. And that to consider moral notions, words are indispensable. Language uh, is the necessary instrument to our operation. That's what the point is. Therefore, a pastor who does not hear well, relate well, stay in touch, exchange words, does not speak, does not talk, does not correspond, does not write, does not converse, does not articulate things, does not communicate to and fro, is restricted in his intellectual operations. Did you get the point? I'll say it again so that you can write them down. A pastor who does not hear, so somebody who does not hear, because language is the necessary instrument of intellectual operation. Every intellectual operation of a human being is, uses an instrument called language. And it's the means, the means of every moral existence. So your existence as a pastor, if you look carefully, it comes about through what? The moral existence of you as a pastor came by you hearing and communicating. I want to be a pastor. I believe God has called me. I want to preach. I preach. That's what causes your existence around here. So when you, the less you speak or when you don't speak, you are reducing your existence morally. That's why those who talk more exist more. Those who talk more are operating intellectually. Oh, you see someone who doesn't talk, no, you, 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 you don't know what is even in the person's head. That's why sanguines are usually very intelligent. They will speak. They speak. Yeah. Like this one is very intelligent. Um, Pastor Peter is very, very clever. He's a sanguine, but you, you notice the inter, uh, intelligence of the person. It's intelligence of a sanguine is something I know. Like Pastor Ko. Pastor Ko is a sanguine. He's very intelligent. He's more intelligent than many of the pastors. When I'm preaching, I, I would look at Oko and I will know Oko knows what I'm going to say. He does not hear the message. If Oko was sitting here, he would be smiling. He would know this is what I'm, I'm saying. He knows it. Very, very intelligent. And this one too. Even today, as I was earlier, before I even came into this point, I made a comment. He said something and then it struck me that the person is very intelligent has understood this point. In fact, he, I think, is the one who even said it's myth number six. Do you remember? He said it's myth number five. Yeah. You see, intelligent, the operation of your intelligence is by your language. So when there's no language, it perhaps may be a revelation that the intellectual oppression is a little depressed. (laughs) 
So a pastor who does not hear, have you got that? I'm giving you 10 things a pastor does not hear. Number two, relate. Number three, relate well. Number four, stay in touch. Number five, exchange. Six, speak. Number seven, talk. Number eight, correspond. Number nine, write. Number ten, converse. Converse. Number eleven, articulate. Twelve, communicate. Is restricted in his intellectual operations. It's restricted, that's one. And number two, all right, it's not able to have a proper moral existence within the system. There are people who are not here. They don't exist in Lighthouse because they didn't talk. That's the only reason they don't exist, because they didn't talk. I know one pastor who recently left. He had a problem. All that he needed to do was to talk, to say something to me. He's somebody who I know personally, and his wife I know personally. I, I have held them in my arms personally. I have loved them, still love them, love them very much. I've been with them for some years. All that they needed to do was to say, Bishop, do you know about this problem, which I didn't do? Which, if I had known, I would have done something about it because they were not being treated right. Or they were not being, being treated fairly or they were being overlooked or something. You know, you can easily be overlooked. Do you see? But he did not speak. He generally does not speak much. And on this particular occasion, his existence. Eh? Learn it to pastors. His existence seized within our church because of not speaking. That is why a deaf and dumb, the study of the deaf and dumb is a study of many pastors. It's a revelation of what happens to you when you refuse to speak, when you should speak. Even your existence can, because they said it happened in 1836. It's not, it's not, you see, you see white people, they are interested in studying a monkey. So why? Why don't they all take spears and run after us? Why? They're asking questions. That's the spirit of understanding. Yeah. Yes, Obi. Uh, 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 take a ma- microphone. Where is she? Amen. That scripture, just the common scripture in John 6.63, which says that it's the spirit that quickness, the flesh profited nothing. The words that I speak, words that I speak, they are, they are spirit. Words that I speak. See, you, you may speak just a word and it will give you life and existence. 
just one thing that you will not say will cost you everything. Hey! Did you get that? By not speaking. You see, yesterday he was telling me, for 10 years I've known you. He's married my little cousin or little sister. Do you understand? Who stayed with us in the same house. But he doesn't speak. I've never had a conversation with him. That, I mean, we have talked, how, so how is Cameroon? So how is this? How is this? You see, it reduces your, it's like, it reduces your moral existence. In fact, if you don't talk critically at the point before you go out of existence, when you should speak, but you don't speak. Like I gave that example. Or a very humble man. Or a kupa. On kasakra. On penwasim. Or you gentle. Or you calm. Audrey. 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 Or you cool. Or you fine. Fine man. Or you humble. Those are, those are Ghanaians. That's what we, we admire. So when you are doing election, see somebody like Rollins, if he had not taken over by force and had just come raw, nobody will ever vote for him. But it's because he has led us for 20 years that people know what he is coming to do. That is why people would vote for him. Yeah. But if it's just to come just like that and talk, da, 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 da. Have you ever wondered why, even though when they were doing this Kumi Preko and all those, it was Akufuado who was leading, Nana Akufuado, who was leading the whatever to really, I mean, fight the Rollins government and so But when NPP were choosing the person to lead them, gentle giant, you want a cool person, or you're gentle, or you're this. Huh? Yeah. Don't say that. It's wrong. You see, you don't take this to a no, wrong. You are, you, are, you, are, you are misunderstanding what is being said. I'm just explaining something. You see? Yeah. That's why you don't even preach some of these things at certain places. You see that people don't understand it. Because as I'm preaching to you, I, I'm not insulting you. I cannot insult you. How can I insult you? How will I train you, raise you up, give you money, try to help you, encourage you, make you reverend, make people... Believe me, and then after that, insult you. Ah. Yes, Pastor I think I want to support what we are saying with the scripture. Uh, in Ephesians 4, the Bible talks about maturity. And it says in verse 14, there will be henceforth be no more children. In the next verse, in verse 15, it says, speaking the truth. So it says that speaking is a mark of spiritual maturity. So when you are a child, you don't talk. No, that, that, it goes on. It says that speaking the, the truth, truth in, love, in love, you may grow, grow up into him, into him in, in all things. things. So, See that? That speaking the truth in love, you may grow, you up, may into grow up into him in all, all things. things. It's when you speak and you speak the truth in love and you speak. The first thing is speak. That's when you grow up. So you actually fail to develop 
Now, all these things can be taught from the Bible. But I'm teaching it now from the medical point of view. So that you see how deadly it is. And the Bible confirms all these things. So at every point I make, you bring a scripture. So that we can move forward. The learned and estimable instructor, Mr. T. Guyot of Groningen, assures us that, this is the third point I'm giving you, eh? the deaf and dumb are by nature cut off from the exercise of reason. That they are in every respect like infants. Listen, let me read it to you then after you write it. And that if left to themselves, will be so always. Only that they possess greater strength and that their passions, unrestrained by rule or law, are more violent, assimilating them rather to beasts than men. Mercy. Are you ready to write it? That the deaf and the damned are by nature cut off from the exercise of reason. Yeah, my boy. That they are in every respect like infants. Now that's exactly the scripture that Kakra was quoting. That they may grow up And you can see, a person who talks more, grows. The more you speak and you relate, the more you grow. Yeah. They are in every respect like what? Infants. And if left to themselves will be so always. You see, so now we have reached a stage where we let leave you to yourself. And if left to themselves, will be so always. What do you think? Only that they possess greater strength. I'll leave that part of it if you want. Only that they possess greater strength than, and that their passions, unrestrained by rule or law, are more violent. Are deaf and dumb people more violent? Yeah. Yeah. Assimilating them to beasts than men. So, the three points under this is that a pastor who does not hear Communicate, relate, relate well, stay in touch, exchange, speak, talk, correspond, write, converse, articulate, is cut off from the exercise of reason. Like the pastor I'm giving the example of who recently left the church. He is cut off from reason because I never had a chance to reason with him. I never had a chance to just reason. Oh, but this and this. No, never. It never happened for one second. Because he's cut off. God doesn't speak. When you don't speak, you are cut off from the exercise of reason. We can never relate with you, reason with you, talk with you about anything. 
you are cut off from the exercise of just reasoning. Hey! How many realize that to not speak eh, is very, 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 very dangerous? Huh? I was listening to a tape and you said one of the things you fear are quiet people. And now I'm seeing why. Yeah. It's cut off from reason. You must fear anybody who doesn't talk. Don't let that person be close to you. Yeah. In my life, I have consistently separated myself from people who don't talk. Consistently what you see gradually, if it's sometimes instant, sometimes gradually, always, I just push them away from my immediate surroundings. It's true. And now, I don't make any effort. Just like if left to themselves, they will assimilate rather towards beasts. But B, a pastor who does not hear does not, you see, a pastor does not listen to the messages and then does not relate, does not communicate, does not relate well, does not stay in touch. Huh? Does not what? Exchange, speak, talk, correspond, write, converse, articulate, is in every respect like an infant. That's the second one. And C, a pastor who does not hear, communicate, relate. You see, you relate, but you don't relate well. You talk, you don't talk well. Do you get it? Stay in touch, exchange, speak, Talk, correspond, write. You don't send text. You don't email. You don't talk. You don't converse. You don't articulate. You don't say what you mean. It's more violent and it's more like a beast than a man. Danger. What do you think? Mercy. Now listen. Deaf muteness in literature and films. There are a few films that have been made about deaf people. Stephen King's novel, The Stand, features a main character, there's nothing to write, just listen, called Nick Andros, who is referred to as deaf-mute. Although deaf-mutes almost always have a voice, King interpreted the term literally and made Nick, the deaf-mute, unable to vocalize in the story. In Another work of art or literature, or the catcher in the rye, shows someone who does not speak his mind and hears nothing, who in the end becomes isolated from the world. Yeah. You become isolated. You'll be alone because you say nothing, you hear nothing. You don't hear any message, you don't hear any camp, you don't hear this, you don't hear that, you don't hear what's going on. You say nothing, you don't communicate. You don't relate. You don't go to good shepherd. It can be changed to bad shepherd. You won't go. Anything. There's nothing. You are just cut off. You become isolated. 
in the world. And there's another famous person, Helen Keller, who overcame deafness and dumbness. And she was deaf, blind, and mute. She overcame quite a lot of obstacles just by learning how to communicate. Amen. So I believe that if medically deaf and dumb people have been able to overcome it, like example of Helen Keller, then you and I can overcome our propensity and tendency to dumbness and deafness. In Jesus' name. Receive it. One. It's not by just receiving them. It's by overcoming stubbornness. Stubbornness. How many realize that stubbornness is the major problem that we are all experiencing? Yeah. Refuse to say anything. Number four. Deaf and dumb people have little access to education. That's the next major point. They have little access to education because they require special facilities and much more attention. See, when somebody doesn't talk, you have to give the person so much more attention to try to start. What do you think? What do you think? So, yes. So, what do you think? And if you don't have time for what do you think, what do you think? And you don't have time to spend one hour with only to make that person speak. Then it's lost. And that's why generally people who don't talk end up being less educated. Can you imagine the deaf and even the normal Ghanaians? Our education is poor. How much more somebody who doesn't speak? The ones who can speak and write and read. The education has been destroyed by men without understanding of education who have taken into their, into their hands the reins of education have destroyed it. Today, three years. Tomorrow, four years. JSS, this, that. Today, our university degrees are no longer recognized in England and all these places because of these hammock leaders with many, many, many ape-like characteristics. Yes. Deficiencies. Inability to learn. We've inherited the educational system, but the ability to be taught, or we've copied, but we've not copied it fully until now. There are gaps. That University of Ghana was not built by Ghanaians. It was built by white people who came. Yeah. Go and see there. You see the, 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 the first chancellor and the whatever. When they built it. It was not built now. 1948. Ten years before they gave independence to Ghana. And it's still the most beautiful university. They are now trying to destroy it. It is a fantastic, super, califragilisticly espialidocious. It's like the ability to be taught and ability to copy and fully copy so that we are building educational institutions in the country. It's fantastic. And when somebody like Otabel will rise up and build with his churches, meet in a stadium and tell the whole stadium of all his church, full of the stadium, to tell them 
You see, I know full of the stadium is wrong, but I say it because it's, you see, we are in Ghana. That's a way of speaking. Yeah. Yeah. I know the full of the stadium is wrong. You think I don't know? So, stadium was full of people. And I, even, I, I can even speak in, 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 in certain kind of accent, you know? But you know, I know what I'm preaching, where I'm preaching. That's what I'm saying to Pastor Paul. You might be able to change. Yeah. Anyway, so you see him meeting full of the stadium over there, <laughs> telling the people. You get it? (laughs) That they have a five-year plan. Educational, whatever. Schools, this, universities, and whatever. You will not get somebody to cheer him on. And say that in our national budget, this university and this man, we are going to give this, 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 and that. We are going to wipe some of your debts out. Do certain things. No, no, it will not happen. That I would destroy. Ah! Or we just what? Roll over. We just roll over. You don't understand what is happening. We just roll over. <laughs> Therefore, a pastor who does not hear, communicate, relate, Relate well, stay in touch, exchange, speak, talk, correspond, write, converse, articulate, has little access to education. He has little access to what? Education. He's to, to learning. You understand? Yes, Olivia. On the last day of the Boise Crusade, um, I, had, I received a little note from a deaf and dumb. He said, please, can you take me to the healing Jesus? There was a note. And I was wondering. So I said, who is this? So they brought him up. And I said, so he said to me, he made a sign. He can't hear. He can't hear and he can't talk. And then I saw this. So I said, I asked him, if I write... Would you be able to read it? He said yes. So I asked him, who is the healing Jesus you are talking about? And he, and he wrote back, he said, the healing Jesus. The healing Jesus said, do you want to go to the man of God? Do you want me to take you to the man of God? Or you want a prayer? What do you really want? And I realized, and I realized that, ah, look at this five days of powerful things that were happening. Because he was deaf and dumb, he could hear nothing. He was cut off. He didn't even understand. Ah, he was at the crusade. He was at the crusade for five days. But because he was deaf and dumb, all the powerful things that happened, giving people's testimony to inspire him and all that, he was cut off from it. He had no access to it. So it was the last minute that he came up to ask me that he wants to be taken to the healing Jesus. He wants to see the healing Jesus. So I said, ah, you want to see who? <laughs> he was totally cut off. He had no access. Little access. One day, one of our pastors was with us. I sent him as a missionary somewhere. And then one day, he decided not to. He decided to leave. He was upset about something. I called him. He would not answer. Dump. Pastor Richard called him. He would not answer. One time I was even in South America. We called and called and called. 
try to get we left messages try to get him to speak we don't speak talk 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 no answer no speak no whatever so he was what dumb so one day i told his wife tell your husband if he's leaving he should resign he should write a letter and not do what he's doing he's spoiling his reputation so he wrote a, a, a letter of our three sentences three lines that he was resigning now about five years later i started to communicate with this person and he said oh he wants to say sorry i mean he felt that whatever and so on but he's been thinking that he needs to co- correct i mean whatever so it's, it's like it's over then i said to him no it's not over like that you just go away no one knows why you went you never said anything you never said gave a reason you never spoke you just became dumb then after he considered and he said well he realized that what i was saying because to him it's like his past it's over it's well then he realized that he must say what so then he wrote to me a long letter and in the letter he outlined different different simple issues and i said to him for me i knew that you see when you are a depressive type of person and this melancholic type of people they don't speak but you see you are cut off from learning all the things that he said they were so simple problems with every single one of them had a solution but because the person refused to speak and allowed the thoughts to develop within their mind he decided on his own to take a decision and got himself cut off it's too sad and his whole ministry just spiraled somebody who has started a church before a pastor whom i've laid hands on and poured oil on eh? because as you do think you know everything now you are going to learn more today tomorrow there are more things you are going to know need to know especially if you sent out and you go far away what you knew yesterday is not what we are using today we still use it but it keeps on being modified look at what we are hearing at this camp yeah totally different and I just finished a camp somewhere, first lab, which is totally different. You get it? Or you don't get it? Try to get it all. What you know now, it is going to be more. So even though you were great and you were around and you were here, you were in Accra, you were this, you were that and so on, you realize that, Chale, if you like, step out of the system and see. When you come, you see that you are some archaic person. If you don't know how to learn the art of being close and being in touch, my friend, you will be lost. I tell you. Because how many have noticed that when you go and you come, there is a new thing that has come. Yeah. Some of you, you are hanging on by threads ancient threads which are so weak now your thread is an old 
old thread that was you, we were sewing with that thread long ago. We, we used that thread to sew the church together years ago. That's the only thread you have. You don't have any new threads. So you are hanging on a thin ancient thread that you are holding. So when we were at the canteen, when we were in London, when we were this, when we were that, it's an old thread. If you are not at this camp, and even last year's maturity camp and this year's maturity camp, you can see that the understanding of the mind that we are developing concerning become what you can become is developing along a new line. It's like Charlie, become it or be there. Yeah. So if you say, oh, in those days, oh, Bishop, yeah, Bishop and I, you know, we are this, that, that, that. It's a what? An old thread. <laughs> if you listen to all messages, you not hear, you hear words like more or less. Atonement. Wonderful. Zimbo. It's a what? An old thread. <laughs> Damn, literally. Because a deaf and I cannot relate, cannot have a conversation, cannot talk, cannot communicate. I mean, in effect, you are cut off and you have no access to education. In Ghana, we are trying to help deaf and dumb people. I send somebody to go and see what we can do for them. They need hearing aids if they can. In the school, when you go to the school, see blind, deaf, dumb. Oh, it's not a small thing. It's not a small thing. They don't have things when they get to the JS level. I mean, for somebody to even teach them the blind how to write. Oh, even the normal school. The normal school has been spoiled. All schools in Ghana have been closed down because they don't have money. Our children have come home. Secondary school, they've come home three weeks earlier because there's no money to feed them to, for the school fees. They've returned home. How much more the deaf school? When you go there, you see it's, it's a love, a compassion. What is it? Yeah. The deaf school at Mampon, what happened to it? When they write the exams, they, uh, they, they, because of the sign language that they use, they write the English in the same way. So the teachers that mark their papers don't give them any special concession. So they fail them because it's like your construction was wrong. This is wrong. So they don't give them any concession at all during the normal exam. So they go through the normal exams like everybody else with all the deficiencies and they just fail them. Number five, deaf and dumb. So you see, that, that, that pastor, so when he wrote that letter, I was telling you, when he wrote that letter and then I started to explain, I mean, I felt sad that because he has cut himself off just by deciding not to speak, not to ask, not to get clarification. He was now cut off. And I lost his ministry and everything. And you see, when you fall down a hill, eh? It's not easy to climb back up. Because you are wounded. 
apart from anything else. So the first time you were climbing, you were not wounded. And this time, you are climbing. And you are going to meet ridicule on the way up as well. Deaf and dumb people have no, almost no opportunity for gainful employment. Hey, what type of problem is this? Huh? You have almost no opportunity for gainful employment. Who will employ you? Can you imagine even the ones who we have in the office that we employ? We have so many struggles. How much more somebody who doesn't speak and cannot hear? Who is going to employ this person? (laughs) Yeah. And you see that there are many aspects of the ministry that you will be cut off from. That you will not be taken into because you don't speak and you don't speak well. You don't relate well. You don't converse. You don't text. You don't relate. You don't this. You don't that. You don't articulate. You don't clarify. You don't ask questions. You don't seek. You don't relate. No one knows you cannot speak. Oh. You will not be employed. I was talking to one sister. And I asked her, do you have any beloved? What did she say? I said, has anybody applied? What did she say? I said, has anybody filled any forms? What did she say? And I told her that, well, it's not by breast and bottom. But you need to do what? Speak, talk, relate, so that a man will employ you as his wife. A man will give you gainful employment as his wife. Gainful employment as his wife. Gainful employment as what? His wife. Your, your attractiveness is heightened and multiplied by the, the ability to speak. Your ugliness is heightened and multiplied by your silence. I'm telling you, your ugliness, your repellent nature, your repellent features are enhanced. I see everybody has a repellent, innate repellent. That innate repellent will come out at a point. But that repellent feature will be heightened and multiplied and augmented by not speaking. Yeah. By your even limited beauty will be enhanced as you talk, you talk, you talk, you talk, you talk, you talk. Oh, it's so nice to meet. Let's say you even go somewhere to as a, 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 a visitor, and you go and you meet a lady that talks. I mean, let's say the host and his wife, and then the wife talks. You suddenly become relaxed. Many people are relaxed around my wife because she will chat with no matter the, the highest type of person. She will just say something to you right now, and the person will, will be surprised that somebody can say that to him. <laughs> yeah. Is it not true? Those of you who know my wife. She will chat with you. She will relax with you. And when you come and you meet a wife whose face is serious. Will you eat or not? Or not? What will you say? 
I'm fasting. The answer is not. Oh, it's, it's okay. Oh, I'm okay. The person is more doing computers and other things. Doing something, moving the house, doing something with the children. No talking. Yeah. Person very stiff. Hello. You're welcome. Please, will you have something? Those are when I go to places and you see all the ladies who go into the kitchen. You are not impressive. Don't allow your wife to be like that. Oh. All of them will go out when they come and say, oh, quiet. I don't like such people. But I, sit say, I don't like such people. I fear them. These women, how they can talk. Then they will go into the kitchen over there, then they will come. Then they will sit down and quiet. Meanwhile, there is something in their head. Oh. They have ideas, mind. They have a mind about you as we've come to visit. Right? They have a mind. There is a mind. Some of them, when they serve you, it is in their head that you like. You like, oh, I'll go to somebody's house. I will take my time before I eat your food. I should eat your food so that when I go, you say, I like meat pies. <laughs> I should eat your food so that when I go, you say, I like meat pie too much. You know our man. Like meat pie. Pie. Whenever he's coming, he says, I should make meat pie for him. Hey! You want somebody who will talk. I mean, you are a great man of God. You are whatever. But the person is just even somebody. So the person can talk and just, no, we don't need to, I mean, you can't be serious all the time. How can you be serious all the time? Can I take it, say, sometimes people see him in somewhere, and he said he was talking to pastor, you can't be, uh, that phrase is a direct quotation from can I take it, speaking to pastor, say, you cannot be serious all the time. How can you be serious all the time? He said that you will, you, you, you will, you, you will go crazy. You cannot be serious all the time. And he spoke about one pastor who was serious all the time. He had a wife and two children. Hey! The house was not... He said that he sat down. He sat down to eat. And the pastor's husband... The pastor's husband went out. The, wife, the, the, the husband went out. The, husband, the pastor went out for a few... When he stepped out of the wife, asking, taking, can I ask a question? Is it okay for a pastor's wife to ask something or to say something? He said, why not? He said, the guy is serious, Tully. So when his first child became 18, the first child said, look, I've had enough, I'm off. And the second one was 17. So the next year, the second one became 18. When he became 18, he said, I've had enough, I'm off. And then the wife said that now there are no more children. There's nothing else to be here for. I'm off. Yeah. Why? You cannot be what? Serious all the time. Uh, he died. He died. He died. He died about two years later. <laughs> Hey, 
as you start speaking, you may even be ugly, but you suddenly become beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. The next one. So you have little opportunity for a certain level of ministry work. Because you are never employed. Number six. Deaf and dumb people are viewed as incomplete. Because of their absence of hearing. So pastors who do not relate well, communicate well, speak, stay in touch, communicate, correspond, write, converse, articulate, are seen as incomplete ministers of the world, of the gospel. So Hitler, during the Second World War, arrested deaf and dumb men. And subjected them to various experiments. He subjected them to, because they cannot speak. They cannot talk. They cannot hear. And he, they were trying to do experiment to see something, something with the human. So they castrated them to see the effect of the castration on deaf and dumb people. You see, because they saw them as abnormal and Hitler was trying to remove abnormal and Inferior people from the world. Uh, ask your neighbor, are you abnormal, inferior, or incomplete? Number seven. People with, who are deaf and dumb are often wrongly, often wrongly Seen as stupid. Yeah. They are seen as stupid. It's like almost animals. You see, that was the first point that is the essence of intellectual operations. When you see a different number, it's almost like. And actually, uh, what do you call this type of children? Autistic. You see, I, I, I think that autist, autism is sometimes, it's almost like. Trying to avoid the diagnosis of mental retardation. The diagnosis of autism is given. Because, because the child does not speak, does not hear, or does not speak, the child becomes virtually a vegetable as you go along. Yeah. So that is how come, when you don't speak, you don't relate, you don't text, you don't call. It, it, it is often seen by those who relate, who talk, who whatever, as that that person is a little daft. It's, it's not. It's, a, it's an inferior kind of person. Hey. What do you think? Is the word affecting you somehow? Is it not fantastic? These are not lessons from the Bible. Oh. This is the spirit of what? Science. Which is the spirit of what? Yeah, understand it. I'm trying to help you to understand better what you are, what I'm talking about. Well, I could have started, I had a message on grow up into him spiritually in all things through communication. And I would have used Ephesians for the verse that 
speak that is the words i speak are spirit and life when you hear the word spirit is coming when you speak spirit is coming life is coming to your life and ministry you see it's true but i'm trying to give you even i'm trying to go deeper with you if you are seen as stupid because you're, it's like your your mental i mean this thing is deficient you will not get employment you will not get higher rankings and things to do in the ministry i tell you because you don't speak i mean even naturally we can't easily get a job how much more someone who doesn't speak Hitler will come for you. <laughs> number nine. Deaf, number eight. People who are deaf or hard of hearing or deaf blind are at a unique disadvantage when it comes to television. Radio, sirens, police loudspeakers are largely dependent on one's ability to hear. So, people who are deaf and dumb, hard of hearing, are at a disadvantage when it comes to receiving sometimes urgent information. Let's put it that way. Emergency information, urgent information, need to know, need to know things. So sometimes there's something you need to know urgent. You must know the pain, 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 pain. You can't hear. You are just moving like this. Pain, 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 pain. You cannot hear. Danger, danger, danger. This is the new latest danger that has come. Pain, pain, pain. You are just smiling. Hey, 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 hey. You are going stupid. See that? If somebody says you are stupid. So you were stupid not to listen to that Makane. You were stupid not to go to the good shepherd and get the message that was being sent. You were stupid not to tune into the internet. You were stupid to say there's no internet in my town. You were stupid to say that the internet is slow. You were stupid to say that there's no Broadway. You were stupid to say I didn't have money for that. You are cutting yourself off even from loudspeakers and sirens and emergencies. It reduces you, my friend. It's reducing you. It's affecting you. It's affecting you too much. You are, you, are, you are affected too much. You see Lady Pasamina, Maranatha, she can call you, she doesn't even know you, and engage in a conversation with you for 30 minutes. Is it true or it's not true? And you, you cannot talk to somebody you know. About what? You see, and that is why she would not easily lack for a husband to marry her. Yes. I mean, she's already married. But if she was not married, just by her cheerfulness and her speaking, she would easily have. Oh, I like that. The, 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 the sister who spoke to me, the voice in here, very gentle. Because it's not by what? Breasts and bottoms. Yeah. When a person speaks, the person is nice. When a person speaks, the person is nice. She's somebody who cheers me up. When I, when I, when, that's why I gave her that name Maranatha. Because when I see her, 
there's the liveliness and the happiness that it reminds me of the energy of Christ. Christ's return. And the reality of what we have believed in. That's what that name means. He's coming for us. And that's why there's a joy and excitement in us. Hallelujah. Hey. hey. Tell me if you can speak, you have got a gift too. <laughs> I said if you can talk, you have got a gift. If you can talk, you have got a special gift. So those of you who have made yourself deaf and dumb, deaf mute, you have pressed the remote mute on your thing. Your lips are sealed like this. Hey! If somebody sees you as stupid, or Hitler is coming for you for experiment, will you be annoyed? But is it not amazing? Somebody who doesn't know you, doesn't even know your face. I was on the golf course with them, and somebody said, oh, my name is this. Oh, I called you. Say, yeah, you called me. But he has not even met the person yet. Physically. Yeah. And you, you know this and this, but you don't. Mm. You'll be in the car together. Everybody quiet. Mm. It's like six deaf and dumps are moving together. They roll over. Then you scratch. Then you roll over. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, deaf and dumb. Coco the gorilla. Hey, my boy. Who will employ you? Who will take you on? Who will take you on? Who will take you? Nobody will take you on. Nobody will take you on. Nobody will, nobody will choose you. Nobody will choose you. As I've been a pastor over the years, I've seen beautiful ladies. Nobody wants to marry them. Even when there's a chance to marry them, people say, no, I don't like this person. And the person is beautiful. The person has got all the equipment, breasts and bottoms. They're all there. <laughs> B&Bs. <laughs> <laughs> But the person doesn't do what? Talk, conversation, relate. Doesn't relate well. Doesn't communicate. Doesn't stay in touch. How? You say, when we say send an email, you say, I don't know that technology. A pastor in our church, we say, you send an email, say, I don't know that technology. I don't know the technology of emails. I don't understand. I don't understand. You see, you are seen as stupid. And you see, many years ago, that's when emails have started coming. We said, we are now going to be communicating with email. He said, I don't know that technology. I don't know that, huh? I have the uniform. <laughs> but my, my wife understands it. But I don't know that technology. <laughs> you don't know that technology. Ask your neighbor, you don't know that technology. Are you deaf and dumb? You don't know that technology. By this time, you don't know that technology. Are you deaf and dumb? Are you deaf and dumb? Ah! 
Good Shepherd website, other things are there. You say you don't know that technology. When they say send form, send this, relate, do this, you say you don't know that technology. My wife has a unit at home. Tell yourself, my wife has a unit at home. But I don't know that technology. <laughs> I don't understand it. Say, I don't understand it. Are you deaf and dumb? My wife has a unit at home. But I don't understand. He thought will come for you just now, you see. <laughs> and today, today, this same pastor who said, I don't, I don't understand it. And my wife has the unit at home. <laughs> and I don't know that technology. He's no more in the church. But he doesn't know that technology. Yeah, his existence is cut off. The right to exist is, is, comes from the communicational ability. Yeah. Moral. The attempts have transferred pastors from important churches because they don't communicate. Once they are there, they are cut off from the rest of the church. I said, I don't want you in my church over there. It's one family, one body, one spirit. When you are at that place, it cuts us off from that whole area. So I don't want you to be there. I don't know that technology. My wife has a unit at home. But I don't know that. Te- I don't understand it. <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't know that. My wife understands it. <laughs> it's the computer is the unit. their lives far. My wife has the unit at home. But I don't understand it. My wife understands it. And the wife is still in the church, but he's not in the church. The one who understands it will always be around. Uh, Number nine, they encounter discrimination in employment. They encounter discrimination in employment partly due to prejudice and also due to capitalist obsession with speed of production, which includes speed of communication. So, they encounter discrimination. A lot of uh, deaf and dumb are discriminated against. Once you are quiet, you don't speak, you, before you realize, you are discriminated against. Paralytic. Paralytic Olympic Games and the Ghanaian contingent. Twelve of them, because they couldn't hear and they couldn't speak, they collected their passports and gave it to able-bodied people. And so they were demonstrating on the television. I mean, they were upset because they couldn't hear. They didn't know. They couldn't complain. And so the twelve able people who went also absconded. In their name. Do you understand? Paralympics, that's deaf and dumb and any yeah. handicap. They have an Olympic game for them. So able-bodied people who could hear 
took the passports yeah. of the, uh, the, the deaf and dumb people and acted as deaf and, and acted that they are deaf and dumb. And when they went abroad, they didn't come back. And so the deaf and dumb people, you see, they were discriminated against. So you see, in the church, things will be done against you that should not happen just because you didn't speak. Bad experiences that you should have, you have them, but you should have just spoken. You should just speak. Please speak. 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 Don't be stupid. Ah. Telephones. are the dominant means of long-distance communication. And deaf and dumb are at a disadvantage because they cannot use telephones. It's very wild, though. Telephones are the dominant means of long-distance communication. And deaf and dumb people are at a great disadvantage when they are at a distance. Mercy. Deaf and dumb affected greatly more than anything by long distance. So if you have that long, you have that deaf and dumb spirit, you should never be a missionary. You should never be sent far. Because <laughs> it's at the long distance that it gets worse. The longer the distance, the more heightened the deafness and the dumbness is magnified. So if you have that spirit, you should never be sent, be our missionary here, be the missionary there, be the missionary there. That thing is going to get worse. Because maybe in the office, you were not speaking. When you were in the school, Pastor Interfo will not even know you. Bishop Eddie does not even know you. Because you are Mr. Quiet. Mr. Bond, Mr. Secret Service, a certain member of the church, his pastor had not seen him for some time. And he met him at the door of the church. And he asked him, brother, why? Have you not, are you not part of the army of the Lord? Are you not coming to the church? Are you not joining the army of the Lord? And he said, I'm in the secret service, part of the army of the Lord. Undercover agent. Do you get it? So, deaf and dumb people are greatly affected by long distance. If there's a deaf and dumb person in Switzerland, you cannot, you cannot so all bishops elect and other overseers don't let any deaf and dumb person be far away from you let him come nearer number 11 we are ending being 
deaf and dumb limits ego and cognitive development. Cognitive. Cognitive. Check cognitive, please. Somebody should check cognitive. How many are realizing that you are being cured of deaf and deafness and dumbness? But how many feel that it has, it has already affected you? If you feel that it has already affected you, lift up your hand. Yeah. Now, cognitive, what does cognitive mean? The mental action of our, our process of acquiring knowledge through thought, experience, and the senses. The mental process to acquire knowledge. Okay? Now, the next one, number 12. The next disadvantage is that a, a person who is uh, deaf and dumb cannot learn because knowledge cannot be imparted to him. Cannot learn. You see, that's why the monkeys cannot learn. The ability to be taught is gone. Amen. The next one, deaf and dumb. Amen. You cannot also, the next advantage, disadvantage of being deaf and dumb is that you cannot be corrected. It's getting worse now. Because the means to receive Wisdom huh, and correction is not available. So, deaf and dumb people are often stubborn. You talk and talk and talk, they don't hear, they don't understand. You get it. Yeah. So, they cannot easily be corrected, which is now getting worse. So, who would like to employ somebody like that? When you cannot correct that person. The next unfortunate. <laughs> point. How many points do you have? A, that means a pastor who does not hear, communicate, relate, relate well. Huh? Stay in touch. Does not exchange, does not speak, does not have conversation. Does not write. Does not understand the technology. Does not have the unit or has the unit, but his wife understands that technology. A person who is deaf and dumb is at a disadvantage because the thing that sets you apart from animals is not working. That is hearing and speaking. The art of hearing and speaking, which separates human beings from animals, is not working. 
So a disadvantage is that you are not separated far from animals. Because the main difference between ourselves and animals is that they cannot speak. What do you think? Fantastic, isn't it? The next one. The inability to speak makes communication so difficult that he has to resort resort to signs and symbols in order for him to obey. Amen? You are left with vague signs and vague ideas because you had to interpret from a tape or you have to interpret from a long distance way. Do you understand that? He's res- he has to resort to signs and symbols instead of direct distractions. Mercy. Another disadvantage of deaf and dumb is that they do not understand a lot of things because they cannot hear and they cannot be taught understanding. So a person understanding is lowered. The understanding of the person is reduced. The ability to understand why you are being asked to go out because a lion is coming from here. You cannot explain to the person that a lion is coming. He doesn't understand why you should run faster. He thinks you are worrying him or worrying her because she's a lady and she doesn't like running or walking. So when you say, do this. I, said, I don't like it. Why? I said, there is a lion coming. No. So the ability to understand is affected. Hey. And we are almost done. The next one. Connection is difficult. Connection. You cannot connect to them. You see, you cannot be, you cannot be connected to a deaf and dumb person. If I'm in the car with a deaf and dumb person, or there are six of us with one deaf and dumb person, the, the five of us will be connected, but the deaf and dumb will be not connected. <laughs> huh? He's right with us, but he's not connected. Because he does not speak. That's not here. You get it? Yeah. Are you there? The next one. A deaf and dumb person cannot emulate easily. Easily emulate. Copy. Because he doesn't understand what he's copying. And finally, how many points do you have? 19.
deaf and dumb have a lower form of life. Now, Life is defined by communication. So it is said that you have a higher form of life when you communicate more. So plants are said to have a lower form of life. Animals are said to have a higher form of life. And human beings are said to have the highest kind of life based on the ability to communicate. Now plants can communicate. There are some plants when you touch them, they close up a creature there's more life and you have a higher kind of life so when communication is limited you begin to have a lowered form of life you understand and that greatly affects your progress and your ability so pastors who don't relate who don't relate well who don't come for camps who don't text who don't uh, email who don't go to good shepherd who don't relate with their geos, who don't fellowship, who don't talk, who can't sit in a small group and have a conversation, who have nobody to laugh with, to talk with. Because you need to laugh. You can't be serious all the time. You can't be serious all the time. You have to have somebody, you can just laugh. Just laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh and laugh. Why don't you laugh in your life? Why is there no laughter in your life? You understand? There's a problem somewhere. So the higher form of life you have, the higher the communication. So life is defined as what? Communication. So write that down. Number 20, if you like. Life is defined as communication. Okay, so plants have the lowest form of life or even amoebas and so on. And then animals are said to have a higher kind of life because they communicate more. And finally, human beings have the highest kind of life because they can communicate even more. Are you understanding that? So life is defined as communication. So the more you are able to communicate, the higher kind of life you have. The more you communicate, the higher the kind of life you will have. And it's true. You have more money when you communicate more. You have a better life when you communicate more. You have a greater anointing when you communicate more. You have a better congregation when you communicate better with them. You have a better congregation. If you can communicate, they can understand what you are saying. Yeah. Now, therefore, plants are said to have the lowest kind of life. Have you got that? Animals have a higher kind of life. And human beings have what? The highest kind of life. Because what? They are able to communicate more. Plants can communicate but very little. Do you understand? They rarely cannot make noise. But there are some plants you touch them. They can close. They can open. They can do different things. There's some movement and some kind of communication with the environment. You get it? There are are plants, I can show you a video of plants that actually catch animals. You know? I mean, so you can see there's some life in it, but it's lower. Then you go to animals, so you see that lions, they move in groups. Leopards, they move alone. Everybody has different, and they communicate. Antelopes, and there's communication. You see that antelopes are there, there's a monkey watching out for them. You know, he's on guard. 
You know, when they see a lion, and there's some communication. It's a kind of life. But the highest kind of life, you understand, is the life of human beings who are able to communicate and converse and talk, which is what is lacking in all the animals. May you never be deaf and dumb in the name of Jesus. May you not be, may you not be voluntarily deaf and dumb. May you be healed of voluntary de- deafness and dumbness. In the name. May you never be discriminated again because you didn't speak. May you not be considered as stupid because you didn't speak. May you not be considered as stubborn because you didn't speak. May you not be considered as, as, as inferior because you didn't speak. May you understand from today. May you emulate from today. May you be able to learn from today. May you be able to go higher from today. May you have the instruments for intellectual operations. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we thank you for taking us away from all forms of intellectual disability and lowered form of life because of dumbness, inability to express ourselves, communicate, and become who we can become. We thank you for your great blessing, your great help. We love you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. We worship you, Jesus. Hallowed be thy name, O God. Thanks be to thee, O God, which always causes us to triumph. We are grateful, Jesus. Lift your hand and thank him for overcoming the spirit of deafness and dumbness in your life and in the ministry. We love you, Lord. We thank you in Jesus' name.